Good morning and welcome to the Australian Market Briefing Podcast for Wednesday the 12th of June 2019. An interesting article was posted in the AFR yesterday written by John Cahoe. It pointed out that the failure of ANZ and Westpac to pass on the full cash rate cut to its customers last week may point towards the limited power that the RBA has to stoke the economy through monetary policy. This is because of the net interest margin, which is in simple terms the difference between the interest charged on loans and the interest paid on deposits, is shrinking as they do have an effective lower bound of zero for deposits. The NIM is the bank's main source of revenue and unhealthy bank margins could spell trouble for the Australian economy. One of the arguments for cutting interest rates is to make bank funding cheaper. The cash rate quite literally is the rate at which banks can borrow from each other in the exchange settlement accounts held at the RBA. If this rate is lowered, it should in theory encourage banks to lend, which will stoke the economy. However, as rates continue to fall, and given that the banks cannot offer customers lower than 0% interest on deposits, this will become less and less effective. This is especially true in this early post-Hain environment, where several banks are facing operational changes and large remediation payments. Another option to lowering rates is what is known as quantitative easing. Essentially, this involves the RBA buying up government bonds and injecting more money into the economy. Money is just like any other asset, so we know from economics class that more money in the system will make it cheaper. This is a slightly controversial topic as it does mean that the RBA would be placing more risk onto its own balance sheet. Essentially, what this does is reduce the number of government bonds on the market, therefore increasing the price and decreasing the yield on those bonds, which in turn is hoped to drive the economy into expansion. While it is not clear yet that the RBA is definitely considering this as an option for Australia, Deputy Governor DeBell has mentioned that the RBA has done it before and will not rule it out. The ASX broke another 11-year high on Tuesday, bolstered by a more positive trade stance coming out of the United States and last week's rate cut. This pushes the ASX even closer to an all-time high. The ASX hit its all-time high on November 1st, 2007 of 6,828.7 points. It closed yesterday's session at 6,546.3 points. The gain from the last few days has placed Australian equities among the best performing this year. This jump in confidence is tied to several factors, including the rate cuts and income tax relief, which will now start winding its way through Parliament. Also helping ASX miners is the trade war between the US and China, which has lifted mineral prices. Wall Street fluctuated last night, drifting slightly lower into the close. ASX futures are pointing to a small gain on the open locally, 
iron ore was up 5% last night. That's all we have for today. Hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that the Business As Usual podcast is going strong. We release every week at midday, so definitely go uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, go and have a listen or check out the Millennial Investor YouTube channel uh, every uh, every Saturday at midday. We premiere the new episode and hang out in the comments with you guys. So go check that out. Um, hope to see you over there.